Alright everybody, welcome back to another edition of the Warning Track Talk podcast with your host Dave and Dave. And today, since it's the weekend, we have ourselves a mini podcast for you guys. And uh, yeah, we're going to recap the Phillies versus the Marlins last night. And Dave, I don't know, I think they might have heard the last podcast because it, I think it did something. The Phillies won 7-1. I hope. I hope. <laughs> yes, yeah, so uh, yeah. uh, if you want, go over the highlights, the players that you feel are most important, and we'll get it started. Sure. Uh, so first off, we'll start with Miami, as we always usually do. We start with the away team, or well, maybe we'll just from now on when the because the Phillies are home. Maybe when the Phillies go away, we'll start with them first. We'll have to see. But uh, for Miami, they only had a few notable players in this one. They only scored one run, of course. Uh, Brian Anderson was one for two. Uh, he did walk twice, uh, and he also made a very good defensive play. He was the third baseman in this one. If if you're casual or maybe don't follow the Marlins much. Um, he, they've been trying to put him in the outfield and at third base, but this play was actually near the second base bag. Uh, it was like in the hole and he was, uh, he was the shift. The shift was on. I, it might have been Bryce Harper, to be honest with you. Uh, but he made a very nice play. Uh, did Brian Anderson. Uh, plus he did it, did go one for two with those two walks. Miguel Rojas continues to kill the Phillies, continues to get on base. Uh, he went two for three with an RBI and Caleb Smith, who was uh, Miami starter yesterday, uh, only went three innings, but in those three innings, he did walk six batters. However, he only gave up one run. The Phillies' offense did not get started until he came out of yesterday's game, even though he did walk six batters, which I believe was tied for a career high um, in terms of his career, in terms of walks. He couldn't find the strike zone, but the Phillies couldn't hit him yesterday as they only get one run off of Miami starter Caleb Smith. So the Marlins, really not too much to talk about. They only did score one run in yesterday's game. The pitching was pretty bad, as you could tell. Uh, they gave up seven runs to the Phils. But do you have anything to say about uh, Miami or Brian Anderson, Miguel Rojas, or Caleb Smith in general, Dave? Yeah, honestly, if you want me to get started, I'll start with Brian Anderson. I, I think he's going to be a really solid player for them this year. I think last year was just a down year, but I believe uh, the year before that in 2018, he was pretty solid, and I think he's going to be that player again in 2020. You know, he's got a great glove, and we saw that over at third base, and he could play the outfield. He has a heck of an arm, and so I think the bat's going to come around, and he's just going to be a great player for the Marlins, definitely a good one. Um, but Rojas, like you said, Definitely just keeps killing the Phillies. He is a Philly killer for sure uh, now, at least in my eyes. I haven't checked career numbers versus the Phillies, but Rojas is just tearing it up. And uh, yeah, despite Zach Wheeler having a good outing, Miguel Rojas, you know, still two for three with an RBI. But Caleb Smith, I, I don't know what's going on. You know, I, I mean, yeah, he did only give up that one earned run, but six walks? Wow. I, I don't know. And that's not me trying to bash anyone, but... I, I can't remember the last time I've seen a starter, you know, that gave up six walks and, and in the span of three innings pitched. So, I mean, I'll have to look back and even see uh, how long it's been since uh, we've seen a starter do that. But Caleb Smith, I mean, he has good stuff and he showed us that last year. And I think that's the reason that he, he was able to keep them in the game despite all the walks is that he has good stuff. He has the ability to strike hitters out, you know, leave hitters looking and uh he just has that ability to do that but those walks they'll end up killing him if he keeps doing that every start so uh yeah, you know for sure we'll see if he gets it together yeah i mean I, I believe that caleb smith um was well into the 70s 
uh, in terms of pitch count uh, and pitches thrown uh, when he came out of that game in the third. And the Phillies had a lot of opportunities. They just couldn't score. And it was kind of like sad because Caleb Smith was missing pitches. But then when it came down to the point where he had to make a pitch or the game was going to get blown open, he did. So it was like, well, what am I watching here? Can the Phillies just score or what, what are we doing here? Um, but they did get one run off of them, but they for sure could have gotten more. But let's go on to the Philly notables uh, for your fighting Phils. Uh, first off, Bryce Harper was one for two with two walks. He got his first hit yesterday uh, in the 2020 MLB season, and it was a bunt single uh, to the left side of the infield. I'm loving it. Oh, it's amazing. It, yeah, it, it was it was something. I, I was happy to see him do that. Too many teams uh, do the shift. And, of course, Bryce uh, wants to show him up a little bit because, A, Bryce can bunt, and, B, Bryce does have the speed to get on uh, first base there. JT Ramuto, sign him. He was one for four with a three-run home run that put the game out of reach to deep center field, well into the bushes, well into the ivy out there in center field. Uh, at Citizens Bank Park, Didi Gregorius continues to rake. Uh, he did go one for four, but that one was a big one. It was a solo home run. It was the second of the year already for him in two games. He's on pace to hit 60 homers. Hopefully that continues today. And another guy who's on pace to just rake, maybe he could get more than 60, is Phil Gosselin, a.k.a. Barrels. At least that's what the fans and the, uh, well, the fans are catching on, but his teammates already call him. He was three for three with two home runs yesterday, one to left, one to right. And both of those home runs were off of top high-rated Marlin pitching prospects. So Phil Gosselin continues to crush the ball. He's doing amazing. He was a DH yesterday. Joe Girardi put him in the starting lineup. Put him in the starting lineup again uh, today. We'll talk about that in just a little bit. And Zach Wheeler. The new dad, seven innings, uh, five hits, one earned run, two walks, which is solid compared to his command in the outing against the Orioles, and four strikeouts in his Phillies debut. Zach Wheeler for sure did not disappoint. The new dad uh, really showed up. The Marlins, he had great career numbers. We talked about that in yesterday's podcast going into the game. He continues his success against the Stinky Fish, and the Phillies do win, and Zach Wheeler does get the win as well. Dave, what do you make out of the Phillies not only putting up seven runs against the Marlins, but Zach Wheeler having a fantastic Phillies debut? Well, first of all, I have to say, I love the name you gave him, the Stinky Fish. Oh, man. And, hey, that's going to stick. That's going to stick. But Bryce Harper doing his thing, gets a bunt. I just, I love it. The bunt cheese move. You know, he, he goes against the shift, and it's something like, you know, Harper continues to just shove his way into the conversation. He, he continues to find a way to, you know, surprise people, whether it was versus the Nationals, just shoving it against them, just hitting home run after home run, or, you know, it, it, the fact that this was a bunt against the shift with the Marlins. Harper continues to do things that other people would, you know, say would be, you know, I guess less probable. Uh, you know, you wouldn't think of Harper being able to bunt. You wouldn't think of Harper being able to hit a home run with all of the adversity um, or, you know, the fans that he faces. I wish my phone would stop that. I'm going to turn my phone off right now. That's all right, David. makes the podcast genuine, pal. Yeah, it definitely, makes, it definitely makes the podcast genuine, but I just hate that buzzing. It's annoying. But, uh, yeah, Bryce Harper, amazing player. Got to love him. Two walks, and he's going to continue to be the great player that we know. But yeah, it's just he seems to do 
uh, things that aren't don't seem likely. And I, I guess that's what I'm trying to get at here is like versus the Nationals, you wouldn't think that he would come right back and just, you know, make them eat their words. And he does, you know, and, and he just does things that people wouldn't think that he could do. And, and I love it. You know, this is why we signed the guy. You know, not only is he great for Philly, he's great for, you know, shoving it back in people's faces. And I love it. You know, the Phillies, that's what we're meant to do. You know, we're not meant to be pushed around. And Harper is a great example of being able to just fire it right back at people. But JT, you know, we talked a lot about him in the last podcast, Dave, and how, you know, he wasn't producing too. And, you know, even though he did only go one for four, it was, you know, an opportune time to get that one hit out of his four at-bats. And that three-run home run to deep center was a beaut at the batter's eye and just sent it right over the wall. I I love it. JT, hey, if you can get these clutch hits more often, then so be it. You know, I would have no problem putting him in the middle of the lineup if he could uh, keep on doing what he's doing. But Didi Gregorius, he's he's still doing great for the Phillies. You know, and we talked about the fact that he was struggling in spring training, comes to summer camp, starts off hot, and he's still hitting. So, you know, it's a great sign. And honestly, not only is it a great sign, but I think it's a great sign, you know, in terms of being able to sign Gregorius, not just the fact that, you know, he's doing well right now. But, you know, one for four with that solo shot, even though it's a solo home run, it still adds to the scoreboard, and it's another run that the Phillies needed, especially because our pitching tends to struggle. But it didn't today with Zach Wheeler going seven innings, five hits, one earned run, and, you know, that's a, that's a really good start. You know, I, I thought that Zach Wheeler would go out there and he would struggle with his command again, but he's shown us this start that he can go out there and he could change the game. That he can go out there and do what we don't expect. Uh, just like Harper. And I think that's just something that the Phillies need to do a little bit more. Is show us that you are more than what we know. Or just something other than what we expect. You know, like we might expect the Phillies no. to maybe go, you know, lose two out of the three games just because the Marlins own us. Maybe that's not the case. And, you know, talking about Phil Gosselin, nobody expected him to come out of the gate swinging and be able to go three for three. I mean, the dude is tearing it up right now. He has a 1,000 batting average on the season. He's he's leading the league in multiple categories. Like, nobody thought Phil Gosselin would come up and do that. Like, this is just totally unexpected stuff that's happening right now. And you got to think maybe this is what the whole theme of the Phillies is this year. It's unexpected and I kind of like it you know because that can work and if they can continue to do that I I, I don't see a problem but yeah I, I think they heard us in the last podcast Dave they really had to because seven and one sounds like a really good win and hopefully they can go out there and they can let it eat again today I mean Vince Velasquez on the mound you know they have to do something and I know Velasquez usually gets rocked by the Marlins but he's look good he's look really good in summer camp so I, I mean, Dave, what do you, what do you take from this? Yeah, I mean, I'm excited to see Vince Velasquez and his new uh, repertoire pitch today. Uh, just in case if Dave didn't say it formally, uh, of course, the Marlins and the Phillies will be wrapping up game number three of this three-game series with the Marlins and the Phillies. Uh, the series, of course, is tied, and this game will begin at 1:05. So this podcast will probably be up about 12 o'clock. Um, uh, and then in an hour, of course, you guys can uh, tune into the game. But as you said, Dave Vince Velasquez will be pitching for the Fighting Phils. 
and Jose Urania uh, will be pitching for those stinky fish. <laughs> uh, and the game, of course, you can listen to it on 94.1 WIP, and you can watch on NBC Sports Philadelphia. But uh, I said it before, just win the series, right? You know, you want to go out, you want to defeat the bottom feeders, if you will, of the division. Um, and you want to go out and, and beat them because, look, the Marlins are pesky. The Marlins are not going to go down without a fight. You have to beat them, and the Phillies did that yesterday. The Marlins were hanging in that game, you know, and, and then, of course, they broke it open 7-1. to one. But I, I'm excited. Just win the series. You know what I mean? And, you know, the lineup card was just submitted by the Phillies, according to their Instagram, and Phil Gosselin is not in the lineup today, and Andrew McCutcheon will be benched uh, for this game, and, and they'll start Adam Hazley instead. But... You know, I'm excited. I think that uh, we can win the series. Uh, we haven't really used anybody great in our bullpen, so uh, our pitching should be pretty good uh, if Vince Velasquez does struggle. But one other thing I want to say before I do take it over to you, Dave, on, on what you think about today's game, and then we wrap it up. Um, all the stats that we talked about were either what we saw from NBC Sports Philadelphia watching it or they're from MLB.com. So shout out to both NBC Sports Philadelphia and MLB.com. Um, and again, you know, we were either watching the game or saw it from MLB.com's box score. But uh, overall, Dave, I'm excited for today's game. Win the series against the Pesky Fish. Send them back down to Miami and, and, and give them two losses and take away some of their swagger, if you will, that they got from that opening day win. Yeah, and, and I think that's the goal here. But um, yeah, I, I wasn't really focused on uh, game three and, you know, talking about uh, introducing the fact that Jose Reyna was facing Vince. I, I, me, personally, I was just focused on Vince and, like, the fact that he has some pitches that he can use to get these hitters out now. And, you know, working on that changeup, being able to work on that slider, being able to really focus on more off-speed pitches, I think is going to help him. Because if you remember in last year, it was all fastball, fastball, fastball. It was, he loves his fastball, he's going to use his fastball. But he ends up getting hit. You know, people, uh, batters can hit 95 now. Batters can hit 94. You know, you need to be able to get it up to 98, 99, 100 if you're going to blow it by guys most of the time, unless they don't expect it, you know, if they're sitting soft. But uh, I'm glad that he worked on his off speed. I think it's going to help him out tremendously. And I'm hoping for a good start out of Vince today. Like like I said, I, I think he's just, he's been decent as of late, especially in spring training. And I believe he allowed one earned run uh, off of the Yankees last time out. And I think that was off of a solo blast from Aaron Judge to, uh, to right center. So uh, Vince Velasquez, uh, he's been doing good. And yeah, I like like I said, it's pretty much the fact that they just need to go out there and they need to show the Marlins that the Phillies got the swagger and that they're going to just jump on them early. And that's what we need to do. And the Phillies have struggled with that, you know, jumping on the uh, Marlins early. But I, I think that's what we got to do. We need to take advantage of the fact that it uh, that it is not Sandy Alcantara on the mound and that it is Jose Urena. And yeah, Urena does throw hard, but I, I think we can hammer him. You know, he he's not the best with command, and I think that's where we can take advantage and our hitters can do that. I know we can. I think Romuto I don't know, I'm predict I'm predicting that Romuto has another good day today. Whether it's a home run or a double in the gap, I, I just see it. So we'll see what happens. Uh, maybe I'll make a little bold prediction. I think Bryce Harper's going to get another hit today, whether it's a... Uh, I, I think it's either going to be a double or a home run, and I think JT's going to hit one into the gap today. 
And uh, I don't know about Gregorius. Uh, Goslin. I mean, who knows? That dude could just go, you know, three for three again today. So we'll see what happens. But it's going to be a good matchup today. I'm excited. We have two young pitchers going at it. Uh, and it, it's going to be a battle to the finish. We'll see who wins the series. It's going to be really interesting, David. And I don't know if you agree. Yeah, I mean, I'm excited to watch it. To be honest with you, uh, as always, uh, hopefully the Phillies can win the series because all teams in the NL East are one and one. So with the win, the Phillies can jump over maybe some of the teams, but who knows if they will not, yeah, not everybody can go two and one because some teams in the division play each other. But anyway, the Phillies are, are heading uh, hopefully to win today's game and take over uh, the top of that division. Well, that's pretty much got it, uh, I think, for us today. We enjoyed this mini-podcast. Hopefully you guys enjoyed it, too. Uh, thank you to the healthcare and the frontline workers. Thank you to all who listened to today's podcast. Please go check out our past episodes, um, like yesterday's pod. Well, actually, yeah, Saturday's podcast, which was instead of Friday's episode, that was our opening day podcast. Uh, we put out some good passion and emotion in that podcast. Today was a more happy one, right? And hopefully we can make another happy one for Monday, tomorrow's regular scheduled podcast that we're super excited go check out dave's instagram and youtube at major league talk for great baseball content and uh, thank you all for listening stay safe everyone and as always go phils yeah and you know talking about the fact that having a happy podcast is obviously a good thing me personally i don't want to define this podcast as a happy podcast as a sad podcast i i want our podcast to be wild cards I don't want any of the listeners to expect what's coming. I want us to be able to put it out there and it just, boom, it's there. You know, I, I want it to be as unexpected as possible. And like I said, that could be the theme for the Phillies, unexpected happenings, you know, and this could be what it is. But I also wanted to point out, according to Major League Baseball standings, that uh, all the teams in the American League East are also one and one So this is definitely going to be a dogfight. It's definitely going to be a battle. And it's going to be really interesting. I mean, who would have thought that the Orioles would have been able to win a game in that series? You know, especially against the Red Sox. But I don't know. The Orioles showed us that they can play some ball. But who would have thought that they would be able to do what they're doing? So, I mean, we'll see if they can keep it up. I believe in the beginning of 2019, they were doing pretty decent, too. So, uh, yeah, we'll, we'll see what happens. I feel like the Orioles just have the Red Sox number. So... Yeah, we'll see. I know that I have uh, Xander Bogarts for my fantasy draft, and he wasn't doing too hot. So <laughs> I don't know what's going on with the Red Sox right now, but uh, they're not looking too good. But um, yeah, that's that just about wraps it up for the podcast. I want to thank all of the frontline workers. I want to thank all of the people who support the podcast and listen to the podcast. If you do like this type of content, then make sure to follow the podcast and make sure to listen to previous episodes. If you haven't already, we always post uh, different stuff, whether it's very emotional content in terms of the Phillies and our heartfelt emotion, our thoughts, our feelings, just everything. Uh, we, we focus on different stuff like what we like at Citizens Bank Park. That was a, that was a good episode that I really enjoyed. And we post a bunch of other stuff as well, uh, pertaining to the Phillies as well as Major League Baseball as a whole. So thank you all for listening to the Warning Track Talk podcast once again. But, um, yeah, this has been the Warning Track Talk podcast with your host, Dave and Dave.